You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. This is RUV English. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. We're looking ahead today to an event taking place in West Iceland in Akranes in the next few weeks. It is the Festival of Nations taking place on the 16th of September. And telling me more about it today, we have Raquel and Maxine. Welcome to RUV English. Thank you very much Thank you. for inviting us. So this festival has taken place before but it's the first time that you've been running it. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, this festival has been ongoing for the past 20 odd years uh, and 17 years of it has been in Arcanus. Okay. And so this is our first year uh, starting a committee without the main person involved. Now, in the last 17 years, did you say, 18 years? Yeah. Iceland has seen many people from very many different nations and many new Icelanders, I'm one myself. There are more initiatives like this taking place. Raquel, what do you want the festival to be? What do you have in mind when you think about it? Well, the main objective of the festival is basically to showcase the diversity of nations and cultures in Iceland, uh, even though it's organized in West Iceland. I can say that even like Max or myself, we are new Icelanders. Yes. So yes. we want to also give visibility to all the nations that uh, live in Iceland, people like us who move here and we started our lives here. And actually, when we started like looking for people, we realized how many nations we actually have, yes. more yes. than we expected. Mm -hmm. So I would say that the objective is basically to give visibility and inclusion also of nat uh, nations and with the Icelandic society. Yeah. And so what will be happening? What can people expect if they go to the festival? Uh, there are several uh, different things happening. There's going to be tables where people can display about their country. They can just um, put facts if they want to just inform other people as an inform information table. Yeah. Uh, they can also cook uh, random delicacies from their country and do it as small samples for everyone to taste, uh, people that are coming in. Um, and there will be performances, there can be dancing, there can be music. I mean, it's open, open to any ability yeah. that people want to showcase. Maybe sometimes uh, we also have like an outside table that is not a nation, like uh, making fairies, making Disney characters, um, crafts yeah. from their country. Maybe they make like intricate bowls or something. Yeah. And you're running a coach, I think, from... Reykjavik to Akranes. If people want to make their own way there, it's about an hour's drive, I think, from, mm -hmm. from Reykjavik. But there will be transport laid on for those participants. Yeah, that's right. We are going to uh, hire a coach departing from Reykjavik to take people from, from here and also back to the city. Can I ask a little bit about your own experiences then? You're both new Icelanders. What, what are your backgrounds? Uh, I am from New Zealand and I have lived here for the past 14 years. Um, so I try and participate and showcase uh, different aspects of my culture whenever I can. Um, yeah. We are also in a group called Bollywood Iceland, so we do a lot of um, like Indian dancing. And the main reason for that, there's not so many Indian people represented in the form of performance or culture. There are a lot of Indian people, but they don't actually yeah. perform. Um, so we represent the minority of that majority group. Yeah. I have a friend who lives in New Zealand and he thinks that Iceland might remind him of New Zealand a little bit in terms of the volcanoes, in terms of the geology of the place. Uh, yes, it's, it's uh, very similar in place, but I would say the summer is definitely warmer <laughs> and we definitely have way more forest and greener landscape. Yes 
to uh, Iceland. Okay, yes. I'll let him know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel, what is your background and what brought you to Iceland? I'm from Spain, from the south of Spain, beautiful Andalusia. And I came here in 2019 uh, because I got a job, so I had to relocate. And since then, I have been living in, in Iceland. Uh, it's very different, I have to yeah. say, especially weather-related, as we were talking about. Mm -hmm. But I love it here. And since I met Max, I met actually we met short after I moved here, just yes. a few months later. I joined the Bollywood Iceland, and since then we have been uh, sure. like working together in this kind of initiatives. And do you think it's an easy place to move to Iceland? Is it welcoming? Um, that's a heavy question. It's yes and no. Yes, if you have good connections before you arrive. Um, but finding your feet and getting to know the language, then the people, um, it's a little bit harder. It's like scraping on top of, there's gold underneath you just scraping to get there. So once you get your connections and you find your bearings and then you start speaking the language, it gets a little bit easier. Yeah. But um yeah we're trying to make we're trying to break down those barriers and trying to make people more included um represented and um voiced yeah. it, by showcasing their culture to the locals and although also like like um raquel said before we didn't even know how many nationalities lived in iceland until we invited people and got to yeah. know um different facebook groups that are in the icelandic pages so it also makes makes their voices heard by participating more than just like the local Menninger Knot that is a very big yeah. event. But then in Arkanes, there's not a very similar event. So it's nice that it gets around. And do you find, Raquel, that the language is either difficult for you or it is a barrier for people that come to Iceland? Because it's not an easy language, is it? Well, the good thing, at least in my experience, that here in Iceland compared to other countries, mostly everybody speaks English, so that makes things Definitely easier, yeah. at least. It makes it harder to learn Icelandic, though, doesn't it? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Icelandic is definitely not an easy language to learn. But yeah. I think, or at least in my opinion, I think it's always good to speak the local language, even if it's complicated, if you know a few words, or at least you show that you want to learn. Yes. It also makes things easier. And I think it's normal in every country where you want to live or move. I think it's it shows that you care and that you want to also integrate. So mm -hmm. I yes. think... Even though it's difficult, it's worth giving a try. Also, especially like for job opportunities or meet other Icelanders, it's yeah, yeah. always a good idea. Mm -hmm. Now, you're looking for participants to take part in the festival. Still time for people to get involved. What kind of, I think you've touched on some of this, but what sort of things are you looking for? Uh, so if you want to represent your nation, we would love to have participants um, like they can either do an information table, they can do a food table, uh, sample some of their very uh, delicate cuisines, but something simple uh, and also performance table that could be music, singing, dancing. Um, yeah, so we have like on Facebook at the moment, we have a small ad that is going around um, where you can scan the QR code and fill in a Google Doc for you to participate, yeah. yeah. So what would you bring from your own countries then? Well, actually, I will not be representing Spain because <laughs> we are both, as Max said, we are both uh, dancing in Bollywood Iceland, so we're gonna be kind of representing India yes. with our Bollywood yes, yes, dancing. Yes, yes. But if I will have to represent Spain, I think I would do it through food, maybe cooking some delicious paella if I knew how to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
or gazpacho or something typical. I think uh, Spain has so many things, also flamenco dancing. There are so many things that uh, could be represented. Uh, what about you, Maxi? Well, one of the delicacies in New Zealand um, from the native Aboriginal like Maori people it would be a hangi. Uh, it's a bit hard to kind of do that because it's cooked underground in the heat. Um, with well, the we've got lots of that here. Yeah, with the volcanic heat. <laughs> but um, so it's a little bit hard to do. It's, an, it's, a, it's a like two, three hour event. So we, uh, what I would probably do is the second thing, which is uh, native to New Zealand, is the pavlova. So make a yeah. pavlova cake and um, probably... I'm really hungry now with all of this talk of paella <laughs> and honey. It's really delicious, yes. Yeah, it sounds like it. So this all happens on the 16th of September <laughs> between 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock. And it's in the sports hall, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. In the okay. sports hall in Akranes. Okay, well, listen, good luck to both of you and to everyone else taking part in this. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic day. Always worth going to Akranes. It's a lovely place. <laughs> if you aren't in the town, make the journey on the 16th of September between 2 o'clock and 5. And if someone does want to get in touch with you, if they think they can bring something from their country, how can they get in touch? They can either send us an email at societyofneoicelanders at gmail.com or they can also find us in social media. We are in Facebook and Instagram as Festival Nations Iceland. And yeah, they just need to fill out a form that they will find all the information in our social networks. And then we will get in touch with them and let everything, like, get everything going, basically. Okay, well, we'll put a link to all of that on the page that accompanies this episode from Roove English. It's free entry, I think, as well. If someone wants to experience all of these different cultures, they can head along and do so for free. Yes, of course. It's open for the whole community, non-Icelanders, Icelanders, new Icelanders, everybody in all walks of life, yes. And just tell me a little bit about the building that we're sitting in, in Reykjavik, as we have this conversation. This is a, a sort of community centre, I guess, isn't it, for, for various different cultures. Would that be fair? Yeah, uh, under me is kind of like an um, activist kind of building. Uh, it helps people who, have, who are little or have no voices. Yeah. It, um, it brings together different nationalities of all walks. We do many projects here, and you can also use the space to run small little meetings like this um, or other, other projects that people initiate. Um, so on Fridays, we do like a free supermarket. From 5.30 till 7, um, we try and get donations from the restaurants and the bakeries. Uh, and Bread & Co is a very big sponsor for us. Um, and they donate their breads and brick as well. Um, and sandwiches, sand holds sometimes. And we bring all this food together and we have a line of people that come and um, get free food from us. I'm now even hungrier than I was five yeah. minutes ago. We were <laughs> yeah. talking. You come to the Radical <laughs> Kitchen yes. event. Yes, and once a month, every uh, the last Sunday of the month, we invite anybody and everybody to make new friends, eat some food, donate a small uh, amount that they feel comfortable with. And that's here? And it's here. Yeah. The last Sunday of the month from 7 to 9. Okay, and just remind us, the building that we're in is? Andromi, right downtown Reykjavik. Downtown yes. Thank you both very much indeed. Good luck once again. It's going to be a fantastic day. We'll put links, as I say, to all the details there on the page that accompanies this episode from Roof English. I'm Darren Adam, and you can email us anytime. English at ruv.is. You're listening to the Roof English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.